In less than a year, our podcast has gone from an average of 10,000 downloads a month to 50,000 downloads. What made the difference? You leaving us a five-star review. The more positive reviews, the more the algorithm picks us up, and more people are confronted by the law and gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us press forward the crown rights of King Jesus by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks. As an ordinary principle or pattern, God often, in our sanctification, in our spiritual maturing, God often ordains and allows that we might face last what we feared at first. We fear this particular giant, this particular dragon, this particular enemy. And yet God would have it if we simply trusted him, that the thing that we feared at first is the very thing that God allows us to face at last. And that God allows us, like David, to face lions and bears before Goliath. That God allows us in his mercy, and this is an example of God's mercy, to be progressively sanctified. Progressively sanctified growing each day along the way, facing one challenge that often in God's ordinance, in his sovereign plan, that one particular challenge today is precisely what prepares us for the challenge tomorrow. And this is a kindness of the Lord to us. I've written in your notes this, Israel's fear of the Anakim, that is a tribe of great giants. That's right, giants. <laughs> it's just giants, guys a tribe of great giants. Their fear of the Anakim is precisely the fear. This is the specific fear that caused them to refuse to enter the land of Canaan 38 years earlier underneath the leadership of Moses. And yet, when Israel finally did enter into the promised land, they faced the Anakim last. It was only after God had thoroughly trained them in conquest, in war, that he finally calls Israel to wage battle with the Anakim. God is exceedingly gracious in the order in which he arranges the battles of our lives. Too often we convince ourselves that we must fight our biggest giants first when God would have us fight them last. What happens is that Israel, after having left Egypt, they wander. It's 40 years in total, but there, there's a a pivotal moment two years into their wilderness wandering where they come to the border of the land of Canaan and at the particular border where they're at in that moment, uh, they send out 12 Israelite spies. You remember this account. And they go in and they see the Anakim, not just any of the Canaanite tribes, but particularly this tribe, the Anakim. And two of the spies, the Israelite spies, come back and say, we can take them. The land is good and the enemy is formidable, but we have Yahweh. We can take them. That's Joshua and Caleb. But the other 10 Israelite spies, they bring back a bad report. And it's important that we recognize that this bad report is not, the Bible does not say that it is a deceitful or lying or false report. It is merely a bad report. We might illustrate that point by 
saying that if you, God forbid, go to the doctor and he runs certain tests because he has concerns and you have concerns, you haven't been feeling as healthy as you once did. And after performing certain tests, the doctor sits you down and he gives you a diagnosis that you have cancer. That would be a bad report. It is not necessarily a lying report, but it is bad news. Bad news does not have to be false news. Bad news and fake news are not the same. Not necessarily. And so these 10 Israelite spies bring back not a false report, not fake news, but bad news, a bad report. Instead of focusing on the goodness of the land and implicitly trusting in the power of Yahweh to defeat whatever inhabitants there might be, they focus on the strength and caliber and might of the enemy. And because of that, the Lord determines that Israel, because of their unbelief, their fear is an indictment of their trust in Yahweh. They are essentially saying, Yahweh cannot be trusted. And this is the very God of Israel who just performed awesome signs and wonders in Egypt, who literally parted the Red Sea. You think that's enough? All right, there are giants. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's scary. All right, there's some credence there. Giants, that's a big deal. But our God just caused us to walk across a sea on dry land. So I think we can handle giants if the Lord is with us. But instead, they chose to harden their hearts in unbelief. And as a consequence, a just consequence and discipline for that unbelief, Israel's refusal to trust in God who had been with them and faithful thus far, they were forced to wander in the wilderness for 38 more years. Now, let me give you some of these verses, but real quick, remember the primary point, because I'm going to get into giants, but the primary point, the primary point is that God is gracious in his presence. I've said this before. I'll say it again. God is gracious in his presence that he speaks to us by the illumination of the Holy Spirit of the Holy Word of God. God speaks to us in his presence in our time of need. There is grace in every time of need. So God is gracious in at least two ways. One, he is gracious in his presence, that he speaks to us when we cry out to him for help, that he comes to us, he consoles us, he comforts us. He is Emmanuel, God with us. So God is gracious in every time of need through his presence, but also the point that's being made today is in his providence. God's grace in his presence and in his providence. In his presence, that is that the Lord is near to us, near to the one who cries out to him for help. But also God is gracious not only in his presence, in his nearness, in his imminence, but God is gracious in his providence. That God is gracious in the way that he orchestrates and ordains the challenges that each of us face progressively increasingly, gradually in this lifelong process of sanctification. And so it was with Israel. God would have Israel face at last what they feared at first. That their first fear 
is the Anakim, giants. And yet, in terms of the progressive conquest of Canaan, their last enemy, their last adversary that they actually have to engage is the Anakim, the giants, only after progressively and gradually being trained by the Lord in war for at least months, if not perhaps longer. This is the kindness and grace of God, both in his presence, he is near to us, he speaks to us, and in his providence, 